Hey guys, what is up? It is Nico here, and today we are doing something I am very excited about. This is our first ever episode of my college football podcast. I am very passionate about college football, and I have been for three or four years now, and I just really have always wanted to do this. I thought about doing it last year, but I just completely forgot about the idea um, pretty fastly, and but this year I really want to be serious and I want to get an episode up before we um before the season starts so yeah um if you're here from my YouTube channel or if you are on my YouTube channel I don't know where I'm gonna publish this welcome um I know that I you probably know me from my one high jump video and then my LeBron James mixtape which has around right now about more than a thousand views so really thankful that so many people um checked out my work and i just really wanted to get into this so let's get into it so week one of college football well week zero has already happened but we don't really care maybe hawaii played they won they had a great quarterback apparently but we're not really going to talk about week zero on week one yeah yeah the other day um I mean, yesterday we saw Purdue lose to Northwestern, but I guess this Purdue freshman put up an all-purpose yards record for Purdue, so that's pretty cool. And, yeah, so we're just going to talk about some football, some college football. Yeah, so let's get into it. So first things first, um, I just want to explain this to you guys. Um, Miami is my favorite team, but we, but I will not be showing much bias. I will be perfectly honest with my thoughts about them, and it might not seem right, but I just want to tell you that a little bit about me, and I'm very into a lot of different games, and so, yeah, I think I'm gonna, we can get into it a little more now, um, we... I've been working and coming up with ideas for this thing for a while, and I've been watching other podcasts, and it's been really um, <laughs> hard work, it's taken a lot of hard work um, to come up with what should be a great show, um, yeah, and yeah, that's pretty much all. So let's get into our first segment, which I really want to, at the start of every week, I think I'm going to want to talk about the AP poll. So let's get into that. Um, my thoughts on the AP poll, I don't think there was much wrong with it. Um, I do think that, I don't know, maybe you should have West Virginia a little bit higher, 17 is a little low for them. Ohio State, yes, they're number five, but be interesting to see how long they keep that number five for Myrgon. You wonder if they'll drop a few games before he comes back, and that will not be good because you know this Ohio State team, um, two losses will pretty much <laughs> nearly eliminate anyone, so if they lose the first two of three, if they lose two of the first three, then they will be in big trouble. 
not a lot of action. I think they got it perfectly right with Alabama and Clemson. And Washington's a little high for me. I just feel they've been a little overrated throughout these past two years. LSU, I was surprised to see them at 25. And I think they should have been at least 20. And maybe you put, maybe you lower UCF and Boise State to 24, 25. I feel that there is no way UCF and Boise State should be behind them, even though I'm all for those um, non-Power 5 schools. And I think both of them will be great teams this year. I just feel like it's weird that LSU is lower than them, and also Oregon, who really hasn't proved much. I mean, they get Justin Herbert back, which should be interesting. Um... Yes, that should be pretty good. I don't have a lot of issues with the AP poll. I normally do, but I think that they got it pretty much pretty well this time. And one team I will say I'm, I was a little surprised to not see in is South Carolina. There's a lot of hype about South Carolina, and we'll get in and Texas A&M as well. And we'll get into that in a little bit later in the episode, but. Yeah, I think that's all we want to, all I think that we need to cover about the AP poll, obviously the coaches poll, isn't very relevant relevant to anything that I can think of. And so, let's get into our next selection. So this is kind of a previous show, preview show for the season, so it's not going to be, um... It's not going to be very accurate, obviously, because we haven't seen many games. But as of right now, I'm recording this. It's Friday. It's about 5 o'clock my time. And most of the games tonight haven't started yet. A few of them starting up right now, I think. Yeah, yeah. a few of them are starting up right now. So Syracuse and Western Michigan should kick off in a second. And we got MSU and Utah State, which... I'll consider watching, but the game I really want to see tonight is San Diego State versus Stanford. That could be interesting because San Diego State has been a great Power 5 team the last, I mean, non-Power 5 team, I'm sorry, for the last few years. So I think that they can give a little bit of a challenge to a team like Stanford, who I've been high on because I just feel that they always are a little bit underrated and they always kind of exceed expectations a little bit and I think that 13 is right where they should be at the beginning of the year they can go up we'll have to see and stuff like that should be good and so next thing we're going to talk about I want to this might not be very accurate but I just want to slip out a Final four prediction for this year. The four teams I think that will make the college football playoffs. Probably not going to be very accurate, and I'm fine with that. But I just got to throw it out there just to, just in case I am correct. So I think that there's a lot of different contenders out there, but I think the top five is pretty much the five teams that you'll see being the conversation for most of the year. Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Wisconsin, Ohio State. You might see Oklahoma or Auburn, teams like that. It's good to start off in the top ten. It's really good because then you don't really – all you have to do is just keep winning. And 
you do, you'll pretty much, it'll be hard for you to get left out of the punt four if you keep winning. It's hard to say that you won't go up six spots throughout the whole year, or five, or wherever you are in the top ten. And So that's my feelings, but I do have to say Clemson should be very good this year. They should be outstanding. I think Georgia will also really be a th big time threat to Alabama and SEC. I think that Clemson and Alabama for sure in the playoffs. I'm not too sure about Alabama being number one because we'll get into it a little bit later, but I do believe that they could slip a few games and or a couple. Clemson, I feel, should be a solid one or two seed. And I think Georgia could get in. Georgia is just really high on them. After last year, they completely surprised everyone and made a great run to the playoffs, great run to the national championship game, to be precise. And it was a great year for that program. Happy to see them finally coming back together after a few, at least I could say, it's mediocre seven and six, eight and five seasons the past few years. And yeah, I and then my fourth team, Wisconsin, I'm not too sure about. I feel that there are a few teams that are going to move up the standings. A lot of people are saying it. I agree. West Virginia should be the favorite to take the Big 12 championship. Oklahoma, really good team, but I feel Baker Mayfield is just huge and they have a great running back, Ronnie Anderson, who should be making a Heisman push. Um, but I think Will Greer, David Stills, that is going to be a terrifying <laughs> quarterback wide receiver duo and we'll just really have to um keep an eye on those two and i think that we'll get into the predictions again later but i think that they will really come out strong tomorrow and so wisconsin i'm not quite sure i just feel jonathan taylor should be great and i just don't know i'm not sure that that offense is good enough to be to make the playoff the Big Ten has gotten lucky they've slipped in some offensive teams that were not some teams that didn't have great offenses but I think that you give a dark horse team a shot to take this last spot like West Virginia um a team like some Pac-12 teams Washington or USC could be watch out for Notre Dame I I really don't like Notre Dame, but I have to say they they should be making a push and they have the schedule to do it. Ohio State, I feel, is going to be very good. Nick Bosa, if I'm correct, not Joey. Joey's in the NFL, I believe, could be contending for the number one pick in the NFL draft, and that defense will be vicious as usual. It'll just be... The only issue I have with them is I just don't know um, how those first few games will go without Urban Meyer. They really, it's really a tough spot because losing one game can really affect your playoff chances. So I think my final spot, this is tough. Um, obviously a little biased, but Miami, number eight, they don't have the hardest schedule. They'll have a few huge games, but it's not like they're playing like, number one and two team in this year. So I think that they could be a team.
team that really makes a push. But I'm going to give the last spot to, I would say, if you're going to tell me that I have to put a Big Ten team in, I'm going to go with Ohio State. I think that we'll have to see how those first few weeks go without Urban Meyer, but I think that in the end they are, they are a great team and they always have been. And... Yeah, obviously these aren't probably going to be accurate at all, but I just got to throw it out there because you got to make a prediction. And then for my national championship, also am not very confident about this. I'm going to go with Georgia to win the national championship. I don't know much about how this year is going to go for any of these teams, but I think that this could be their revenge year and Kirby Smart. Is it the final? Is it the year that finally Alabama um, falls off a little bit? Hopefully, because I'm just tired of seeing them winning all the time. All right, so that does it for our kind of way too early um, playoff and national championship predictions. Just way, way <laughs> too early. Um, yeah definitely way too early so the next thing I want to get into is um I want to talk a little bit about I'm not a gambler obviously I'm, I'm a kid so can't gamble but I am sometimes a little interested in the spread and things like that and I wanted to see if I could do some interesting stuff and I wanted to see if I could do something like the pick'em, is that what it's called on college game day where they all pick against the spread and take some dark horse teams to get past the spread and um, I think that that's something that interests me. So the first game I think that I'm going to take is I'm going, I think that West Virginia, um, Tennessee, West Virginia should be a much higher favorite. They're favored by nine and a half points. I am, that's, wow, that's an interesting one, but one that I do have to say is that a game like Game like Louisville and Alabama, Alabama favored by 24. I definitely think that Louisville will not let that happen. Louisville, obviously, I I couldn't say that Louisville is gonna have any shot at winning that game. Um, none, no shot at winning that game. But I do think that they can keep it close for the few few halves. Obviously, Alabama will pull away at some point. I don't think they'll lose by 24. I think that they will lose by maybe 17 to 20 points, but I think that is a little high. And another one I think is, I think that Ohio State is too big a favorite against Oregon State. Oregon State, yes, they are one of the lower tier Power 5 teams, but I do have to say they are not going to lose by 38 points. They could lose by 30, but I definitely don't see them losing by 38 points. Um, that is one thing I have to say. And then for the over-unders, I'm 
some interesting ones that I see here. I see that the over-under for Texas and Maryland, 54 points. I am going over. There's no way that score is like 30 to 24. Texas and Maryland have had great offenses. I think that that game should be at least, I'd give it 60 to 70. That is one that I would have to say. And then I'm going under with Washington and Auburn. That should be a kind of low-scoring game. And 49 points, that couldn't be. I don't see both teams scoring more than <laughs> scoring more than 20 points, honestly. And I feel it could be a 20 to 17 game. Who knows? But it's definitely, I don't think, will be 49 points because those are two vicious defenses. Um, that's one that I will definitely say. Um, the other one, I don't know if I really. Oh, Miami LSU. The 46.5 over-under, I'm saying that I'm going over just because I feel that, that game will have one team. I'm not going to say it. I feel will score at least 30 points, and one team will definitely score 30 points. That means the other team only has to score 16 and more than 16 and a half which I think will happen so I'm going over on that game and that's pretty much all I can think of for the um like the over unders and the um the line for some betting sorry that's my two dogs they can be a little bit loud I I don't know if you guys heard that, but just in case, I, I do apologize. <laughs> Alright, so, another thing, you, you have to sort of look at it, the way that the season's going to go. You have to sort of sort it by conference, and I think that's what I want to do here. And so, for each conference, I want to see if I can find some teams. I'm going to make my conference championship picks for each conference, and then... I'm going to tell you about a a team to look out for, a team the a dark horse, I guess you could say, a sleeper of the Power 5 conferences, and then I will predict my non-Power 5 um, New Year's 6 participant. So first off, I want to start with what I think is the best, one of the best conferences in college football, the ACC. Obviously, I'm, even though I'm a Miami fan, I, I have to say that Clemson is the the very safe pick to win the ACC. I just think that it's very good. Kelly Bryant's back. They have a ridiculous defensive line, I've heard. And yeah, I do think that they could do a lot of damage my dark horse team, I don't know if they're really too much of a sleeper, but I would say that watch out for Virginia Tech. They're always a very good team. Justin Fuente? That's right. I think that's right. The name of their coach. He's a great coach. 
Um, absolutely great coach. An underrated defense always and a powerful offense. The, that offense has some explosions every few weeks. and I think Virginia Tech will make a run for the ACC Coastal against Miami and there could be a few others. I don't know if Georgia Tech will be that great. I was considering making them my dark horse. Pittsburgh could be decent. They they usually are a bowl team and I think that they could make a bowl game. Patner Doozy. It'll be interesting to see the last few years he's pulled off some upsets at the end of the year. I wonder who the victim will be. Yeah. So that's my ACC favorite and sleeper team. So now we're moving on to, uh, let's go in alphabetical order here, the Big 12 Conference. And the Big 12 shouldn't, should be really an interesting conference. I don't feel that the defense will be as bad this year as it is known to be, but a few teams, I'm picking West Virginia to win it. Just because they are, they're going to be good. They are going to be very good. And Will, Will Greer, just, I'm really high on him. I was really high on West Virginia until that broken finger. Just a disgusting, terrible injury. Man, I don't like to think about that. But um, my champion, West Virginia. Um, even though they won't have much of an advantage at the championship game, obviously it'll be in Dallas, and that'll be to pretty much any other team's favor. But I think they're going to have a really good offense. They're going to put up 40 to 50 every game, really, no matter who they're playing. Um, yeah, I think that they are definitely the most talented team in the Big 12. And my sleeper team... I, I was surprised to see this, and I know that they lost some talent, but Oklahoma State will be good, and they will, they're always a top 25 team, and I just can't see them failing to get into the top 25, um, top 25, and so... They played last, the other day, and this isn't why I'm picking them as a sleeper, but yesterday they beat Missouri State 58-17. to I don't see them play, being as good as last year with 11 wins, but I could definitely see them um, as a 9-win team. I could even say that they could have 10 wins. Um, but last night apparently went pretty well, and they... They took care of business. Their new quarterback taking over for Mason Rudolph, Taylor Cornelius, um, had a pretty good game. Five touchdowns, 295 yards, and um, they bring back 10 defensive starters. Um, so that should be a sleeper team. I don't feel that they are getting the recognition they deserve as they are. A traditional Big 12 contender every year. So moving on to the next conference. Once again, I'm going in alphabetical order. It's the Big 10. So, um, so for the Big 10, obviously two divisions. It's it's a little more complex. I just I don't. It's the 
divisions are very imbalanced, obviously, and I feel they should consider redoing them. But you're going to have a good championship game, people. And I feel that it could be a lot of different teams. The Big Ten East is just going to be very fun to watch this year. A lot of contenders, and maybe even Maryland or Indiana being a little bit of a sleeper. I always feel Indiana is a little underrated every year. Um, obviously, they didn't do great last year. They they played some good games against some good teams last year, though, so I did take that into notice. Um, but I feel that the championship, Wisconsin, they're going to have a way tougher schedule than last year. I will say that, but I don't know if it'll keep them from going 10 or 1 or even being undefeated heading into the conference championship game. I was a little disappointed. Purdue was going to be my sleeper, but I was a little disappointed in how that game went yesterday, losing to Northwestern. I thought Purdue was going to be a good team this year. So I would say the most likely thing here is that Ohio State or Michigan State will play Wisconsin. And I think that Michigan State, whoever comes in from the Big Ten East will win it. But if I have to pick someone from the Big Ten East, I'm I'm going with Ohio State. So Ohio State should be the champion here. I think that they will overcome that drama, but um, TCU maybe not, not as hard of a game as people thought. I don't know if TCU is going to be that great this year. And I think that they could, they could do something really special this year. And yeah, so my sleeper team, I'm going with Indiana, just because I feel they are underrated and they can be very underrated. I know this isn't. I would say Iowa, but I don't think Iowa is really considered a sleeper since they're pretty much always in the top 25. I was trying to pick teams that are really on the outside of the top 25. Iowa is usually in the top 20. All right, so that covers the Big Ten. And then now we'll go to the Pac-12. Pac-12, I don't have much faith in. They, they do look kind of stacked when you look at the standings. In the AP poll, they have four top 25 teams, and three of them are in the top 15. I don't. I only feel one of them will end up actually contending for the playoffs. Washington can be a little bit iffy. I'm not going to come out here and say that Washington is going to be a great team this year. I think they, they could stay around the top 10, but I don't see them really being considered on selection day for the playoffs. But my champion, I predict, should should be, I'm going with Washington as the champion. And like I said, they should be around the top 10 throughout pretty much the whole year. And for my sleeper team, I'm going to say that UCLA should be a pretty good team. Wilton Spade, obviously, people have mixed feelings about him, but that is... Um, they're not going to be a bad team. Chip Kelly will come in there, and I think he'll have an immediate impact. So that should be a 
pretty interesting to see how they do, and I think that they will overachieve, and that they should overachieve a lot. So that covers, I don't, and also, I don't feel UC, USC will be great this year. They'll be top 25, but I don't see them being the, be the championship, the champion. They've lost a lot, including Sam Darnold. SEC, this is the one I was excited because there are so many, there, it's going to be really tough with this one because they're are a lot of sleepers that I do want to talk about, but Georgia and Alabama will obviously compete. And my bold prediction here is that Georgia overtakes Alabama. Georgia will beat Alabama in the championship game in Atlanta. And that's pretty much all I have to say about who I predict to come out on top. It's not that much of a um, hot take, but a lot of people will pick Alabama. So my sleepers, there are a lot of teams here that I feel could be pretty good, and they will be underrated, and they will they will be threats. So my first one is Texas A&M. Texas A&M definitely underrated. Um, they're gonna have a great uh, tough schedule this year and they'll have a great chance to prove themselves but I think they're going to be very good this year. Kellen Mond I feel kind of impressed me last year. He's a solid quarterback. They had a good year last year I would like to say um, and yeah they, they could be a sleeper but my second one South Carolina. I told you at the beginning of this episode we get into them a little bit more, but I love what M- Will Muschamp is doing down there in in that Gamecocks um, program. He's really lifted them up. They went nine and f- eight and four last year, or nine and three. I think it was eight and four, and they overachieved, and they'll be great this year. I think they could. 9-10 wins is a realistic expectation that I have for them. They will be a good team this year. Really watch out for them. They have another, they are also a team that has tough schedule. I think they have Alabama at home, which should be very interesting. Let me check. Um, they don't have Alabama at home. Oh, no, it's Georgia that they have at home. Oh, that is going to be a great game next week. I'll have a little bit of a break this week against Coastal Carolina just to kind of experiment well much. And then, obviously, you travel to Clemson at the end of the year, and that's, I don't really know if I have to explain it that much, how difficult it is to travel to Clemson. I think that um, they don't have really any other very tough games. Texas A&M, I think, is the mo- next most tough game, but 10 wins. 10-2 and two is realistic, and I could definitely see them pulling out. It's going to be huge for them, but I could definitely see them winning one of two against Georgia or Clemson. Um, yeah, they could end up beating an 11-win team. That's just crazy to think. Wow. All right. So I think that does it for my Power 5 teams, and now I do have to make my non-Power 5 prediction. Who do I think will make the New Year's Six? 
Well, I'm glad you asked. There are a lot of teams that will come up. Boise State. Um, UCF, obviously. There are some other teams that have been pretty good, like Troy, throughout the years. Boise State and Troy should be a very intriguing um, non-Power 5 game. I think they... They meet this week? I think it's this week. Wow, that'll be an interesting watch. I'll definitely watch that one. That should be a great game. Troy, one team. Florida Atlantic, obviously, that'll be very interesting to see if they can go into Oklahoma and not win, but definitely play a good game. That could really give them great chance at making, having a fight for the New Year's Six spot. And if I'm going to have to pick anyone, I'm going to go with Florida Atlantic. I think they're the most um, stable team. They've returned more. They haven't lost Lane Kiffin. People thought it would be a possibility that after doing such a great job there, they return a lot. UCF and Boise State have lost some. And I'm not a huge fan of Boise State's coach anymore. Great back win. UW coach, forgot his name, Doug something, Peterson, Chris Peterson, yes, Chris Peterson, good back in those days, they haven't been much more than a, a really low top 25 team since, and haven't proved themselves much in bowls, except for that one Fiesta Bowl against Arizona a few years ago, it's the last time I was really impressed with them, I guess you could say. I, that's the last time I thought they had a very good season. So, yeah, FAU seems like the safe pick here. If they could, obviously, it would be absolutely huge. They could beat Oklahoma. But um, Florida Atlantic, yeah, that should be a really tough team. I'm not quite sure if they get to play any other big time. Um, big time power five teams. Um, they play UCF. I did not realize that. Wow, what a game that will be. Oh, wow. That is interesting. On a Friday night, that, I might say, even though it's kind of early in the year, that could end up, the winner of that game could end up making themselves a case to be the New Year's Five representative. Oh, wow. Conference USA, man. They've got two chances to prove themselves, and I like them over UCF, even though it is in, um, it's in Orlando. I like them in that game. That should be really interesting. Yeah. So that's my non-Power 5 prediction. And so that's pretty much the end of my conference breakdown. We have a few more things to cover. Um, Next week, I want to start a thing with you guys. I want to put a Q&A section in here. I want to see if, um, if I get this up around the internet, I want to see if anyone will ask me any questions. So if you guys want to see me answer your question in the video, I probably likely will, because I probably won't get many. So if you want to be in my, if you want to be in my next video, definitely comment below a question, but I will get to my hot takes here. Hot takes, um, some weird things that we all have those weird thoughts that a lot of people don't think will be true, but 
they they could happen they could definitely happen and it's always interesting to hear that stuff because it just like it's usually just comes across as wow you're crazy man how why would you think that are, are you insane <laughs> um yeah so my first hot take it might not be the hottest take but i think texas a&m next week at home they got clemson I think that this will be Clemson's one loss of the year. Wow, game day just announced they will be there next year. That should be a really hyped up game. And I really think that they could pull it off. It's a very tough place to play. Um, College Station, unbelievable, guys. Wow, what a game that will be. It's going to be really fun. So that is my first hot take. My next one is, you know, there are a lot of teams that feel under the radar, and at the beginning of the year, I really want to see if some unranked teams can prove themselves, and obviously, there are going to be some teams that I don't see it coming, but they're going to surprise us. There's going to be that one cupcake team that plays a really tough game against a top 25 team um, tomorrow or next Saturday. And that always should be taken into consideration. But my next hot take is Ed Oliver, Houston, wins the Heisman. I don't really want to talk about the Heisman that much. I'm just really not it, that into individual players in college football. It's just really more of a team thing for me. But that should, Ed Oliver, Houston said they would put him in goal line situations to increase his Heisman chances. He's He was dominant last year. He is definitely going to dominate some people considering Houston. They get to play Arizona, but they really don't play that tough of teams. So he could really put up some crazy numbers. So Ed Oliver wins the Heisman. I, my hot, another one of my hot takes. Yes, so my next one, a lot of interesting, really interesting, actually, um, things that I want to talk about. A lot of interesting things, such as some games that will go on in week three and four. UCLA gets some chances. Oklahoma will be in some interesting games. Um... UCLA will get some shots to prove themselves, and I want to watch out for that Oklahoma-UCLA game, and I think that UCLA has a chance to win that, and if I want to put up a hot take, I will say that they will win that game. Wow, that's another surprising thing that I could put out there, but yeah, I don't really have that many hot takes, unfortunately, yet, just because it's really early in the year, and really hard to make um, any crazy predictions. I just have to see what happens. I know that was a little bit lame this week, but next week will improve. It will improve. Yes, it will. So, final thing. This is the final um, segment of this week's episode, and this is the part that I've been the most excited for ever since I've wanted to get into this thing, is picking. Picking it. 
and making some picks. Um, some picks of some games this week, and every week I'll pick, I'll call about 10 games. And I love that section of College Game Day. I'm a huge fan of College Game Day. Really passionate about it. It's my favorite shows. Gotta wake up Saturday morning. Even though you have a tough week of school where you don't get much sleep, I will always wake up early for game day on Saturday morning. Luckily, it's at 8 a.m. this year. I used to have to wake up for 7 a.m. Yeah, so let's get into it. So our first game, uh, I, I'm obviously, I want to clear, and I'm being completely honest, I want to, um, um, I want to predict tonight San Diego State Stanford game. That should be one of the underrated games. It should be competitive. Obviously, Stanford got stunned by San Diego State last year in San Diego. I'm going to go with Stanford in a close one. I think the spread says it well. Stanford favored by 14. I say they win by 10. But I'm a huge fan of that Stanford team. Great coaching staff. Just really, obviously, great college. They're going to have some complex schemes against San Diego State team. San Diego State losing. I think they lost Rashad Penny. But San Diego State will make that one interesting. And it should be one to watch. But... I don't think they will win it, but I just want to throw that one out there because that probably is one of the top 10 games of this weekend. So my next one, I'm just going to go by um, order of time. I'm going to pick the early Saturday games first, and then I'll get um, farther into the weekend as we go. My second game, Florida Atlantic and Oklahoma. Um, this will be one that I will watch. This will probably be the game of my choice for the 11 a.m. to 2.30 block of games. Varies depending on what time zone you live in. But not a, not great games. There's Ole Miss and um, there's Ole Miss and Texas Tech. That'll be a good one to see. Ole Miss, I feel, could be a little underrated and I think that they could come out there. I don't really want to talk about that much, but I think Ole Miss will win that game and They'll have an interesting year this year. They're underrated. But I think oh, Florida Atlantic, Oklahoma is the most interesting game. Maybe the most interesting game of the weekend. I have Oklahoma by a, by a couple of touchdowns. I, if I had to give up a store, I say Florida Atlantic puts up some touchdowns on the board. It could be 38-21. to 21. Florida Atlantic could be really competitive. And it could still be very close at halftime. Oklahoma, I think, could build a few touch, a, um, a 15, 14 point, 14 to 20 point lead in the second half. They will, Florida Atlantic will not win this game, but it should be a fun game to watch. We saw Iowa State play a great game in Norman last year. That was one of the that was one of my favorite moments of the year. That was really fun to watch. And we'll see if Lane Kiffin, we'll see what he has, what shenanigans he has planned for what will be a huge game. 
Alright, next game I want to cover is the game between tap. 2.30, yes, 2.30 block. It will be Washington and Auburn. Maybe may the best, maybe the second or even the best game of the weekend. Most high ranked, I think you would call it. The, um, the biggest top 25 game. With Washington being number six, Auburn being number nine. I'm going with Auburn in this game just because I feel they're the more balanced team, the better all-around team. Washington, great defense. I just don't know how Jake Browning will be able to execute that offense. He still has Miles Gaskin, but losing John Rosh and Dante Pettis and the wide receiver court will be huge. I think Auburn, Jarrett Stidham, I'm, I'm huge on them. I've got... Auburn's offense obviously was really sad to see how that season ended, but I was happy for UCF. Obviously, that was another awesome moment last year. But without further ado, I say Auburn wins that game. Close one, maybe twenty to seventeen, maybe twenty-four to seventeen. It'll be um, a touchdown game, a touchdown um, deficit, but. Auburn gets it done. Washington proves themselves as a and can as a, a top ten team by playing a pretty well good game against a really good team, but they don't quite get the win. So next game, West Virginia and Tennessee is gonna be a great game. It'll be on C wow. It's on CBS. That's normally only pure SEC games, Tennessee and the SEC, but it is one of the top 10 games of the weekend, so I will say West Virginia wins it, but Rocky Top, Tennessee, scores at least 20 points. I think West Virginia at least will put up 35, maybe even 40. It could be 42 to 20, something like that. Something around that area is what I think the score will be, but West Virginia comes out on top. Will Greer and David Steeles have a field day. That's what I think. Next game. Well, let's go down the slate a little bit. Um, not many. Those are the two best. 2.30 to 6 block. Cincinnati and UCLA. 6 p.m. This is one of the Saturday night games. UCLA and Cincinnati. Cincinnati always an interesting team. They weren't great last year, but they have been decent the last few years. This will be really fun to see Chip Kelly's UCLA debut. And UCLA gets it done at home, but it will be a good one. I love. I usually love to watch the Rose UCLA's opener in the Rose Bowl every year. It could be an interesting one. I think Wilton Spate will have a better time than he had at Michigan offensively. He'll put up some touchdown passes and UCLA takes that one right by 15 to 20 points I think all right next game um this is the game day game I was surprised game day went here because Notre Dame is normally on NBC um and um college game day usually doesn't like to go to any games that aren't on the ABC ESPN networks but Michigan and Notre Dame, a lot of people say this might be the best game of the week. 
it, I, I'm not quite sure it should be a great game. I don't really care. They're all going to be great. Um, I think Michigan, under the radar, Jim Harbaugh has been on the hot seat pretty much his whole time, and I think that he deserves a little more credit for that one year, this 10-3 and three season a few years ago where he made them just, he, they were just, as they say, an inch away from the college football playoff. Um, I think he deserves more credit. I think he's done well with what he has. And I think that Shea Patterson will be huge. Michigan will, this might be the year Michigan finally gets a big-time offensive upgrade and plays some, has a good offense that can put up at least 24 to 30 points a game instead of trying to win those Big Ten slugfests, those traditional big Notre Dame, um, I'm not too, I was high on Brandon Wimbush until it kind of fell apart. Notre Dame kind of fell apart a little bit at the end of the year. Obviously, they won their bowl game, but people thought they might have been undefeated. They ended up with three losses, I think. Yeah, three. And home field advantage, I think that they will put up a big-time fight, but Michigan wins this one. I'm going to say 24-21. to 21. Yeah, that seems like a, um accurate prediction there. All right, next game. This is the ABC Saturday night primetime game. Um, Alabama, Louisville. We covered this one a little bit. Um, we did cover this one a little bit earlier um, with that talk section where I was talking about the spread and the over-unders. Alabama, not much to say here. I've already told you guys about this. Alabama, 38-20 to 20 is the score I Predicting is the score I put on my ESPN college pick'em as well. <laughs> so um, I feel that I've studied that game as much as I need to. And then, so we have two more games left. There aren't that many great um, 9.30 games, the games that you're probably asleep before they finish. But Sunday, obviously, this is one of the games I'm looking forward to, probably am I most excited for because it is my team, the Miami Hurricanes, opening up in Jerry's world against LSU. This is a great game. I'm not going to be that biased here. I have Miami, and I think most people do anyway. Um, I think LSU is a great team. I'm not going to... I'm not going to discredit them at all. I think they have a great defense. I just do think that their offense is just not that great. I think Miami more balanced than them. Um, it'll be a close game. I'm trying not to be very biased here. It'll be a close game. But Miami will take it somewhere around 24 to 16 or something. It'll be a field goal game for LSU House. He will put up a lot of field goals and it could be a down-to-the-wire game. I think someone will have the ball down one possession. One of the teams will have the ball down one possession. And I think LSU will have their chance to win this game in the fourth quarter. But Miami, they could win 24-16. They could win 30-16. to Something around there. But I do think Miami is around what I would say winning... 10 to 15, by 10 to 15 points. All right, so our last game of the day, and this will probably the last thing, be the last thing we talk about in this episode, 
It's getting a little long, so I'm sort of getting a little desperate to finish this off. Virginia Tech and Florida State, it is the Monday game. There's usually a Monday game opening weekend. Um, it'll be Labor Day, and hope all of you enjoy the Labor Day weekend. A lot of kids have school off for Monday, including me. Um, so yeah, so this should be a game that everyone will keep their eye on. It should be a good one. We don't see a lot of conference play at the beginning of the year. I think this is some of the only conference play we'll see week one, but should be a very intriguing game. I think Florida State is a little overrated this year. I'm not going to lie. Jimbo Fisher is left. They, I still don't know if last year was a big confidence loss for that program's overall um, appearance. And Virginia Tech will be good as usual. They'll be like I said, a solid 9-3 or 10-2 team this year. I think Virginia Tech wins. It'll be a close game. They'll win by a, touch, by a touchdown or less. Come down to the final drive, like I said once again. And Virginia Tech will pull it out on the road. All right, guys. So that concludes my, my predictions. And I think it concludes my episode. I think that I've covered all the slate. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode make sure to tune in to week two episode i'll probably have that one up by thursday or friday and i hope make sure to leave something for me in the q a because i really want to add that section to my episode next week hope you enjoyed obviously enjoy the weekend it's going to be a great college football weekend and college football is back (laughs) all right so thank thanks for listening and i'll See you next week.